Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives about what's going on at their companies. With us today, happy to have for the first time on this company, on <laughs> Chally Gold. We've had her before, but on Chally Gold, this is the first time we're having Joanne Freeze. She's president CEO of the company. For those who are new to the story, it's going to be a lot of you because it's our first interview. Uh, Chally has assembled a Western Mexico project portfolio of gold assets. Uh, and has developed a strategy for organic growth uh, in order to fund their flagship project, their, their flagship gold project, El Oro, which is a prolific high-grade gold, silver, epithelial vein system. To do that, they've acquired uh, three gold and silver projects with near-surface exploration potential and near-term production potential. The El Dorado Gold and Silver Project, we're going to talk about it, uh, the Cocula Gold Project, and they've an acquisition of the SDA plant, and we're gonna talk about that. But the important thing is that these assets are being positioned to create near-term cash flow in order to develop the flagship El Oro Gold District. And that project covers, just to give you a little taste, 20 veins with past production uh, and more than 57 veins in total uh, with approximately 6.4 million ounces of gold, 74 million ounces of silver reported to be produced from just two of these veins. Here to talk about is Joanne. Welcome back. Thank you very much, George. Great to be here. Hey, great to, great to have you because we haven't really seen this before, right? You've acquired several small projects in order to develop cash flow, in order to develop a flagship. That's a, it's very smart. We've never seen before. So first of all, how good is El Oro that it warrants this great strategy? Well, as you already commented, and I'll, I'll summarize myself, 8 million ounce gold equivalent came out of two veins. At the turn of the century, El Oro was the biggest North American, uh, biggest gold mine in North America. Wow. One vein alone was what produced 4 million ounces of gold and 44 million ounces of silver. That's the San Rafael vein. And it actually had three different mines on it. And then the, um, Veda Verde mine was, um, or yeah, was one mine on one vein, and it's three million ounce gold equivalent produced there. So that's so how are you guys able to get it? How are you guys able to, you know, how how did well, you wrestle out of the hands of whoever had it before? Exactly, um, Gold Corp, which before it was Gold Corp, Ian Telfer was creating um, Wheaton River Minerals and got a hold of the Tita mine from. Well, he had to buy Luisman the company but he wanted it for Tita mine and he didn't like exploration. So he told his people to go find some good explorers and make sure they had a back end right. So in 2006, we sealed the deal. 2007, we started working. We drilled underneath four systems and discovered that gold and silver were continuing at depth. Historically, wow. it was thought that 200 meters was the, the extent of verticality in these systems, but we showed that it wasn't. And then they had a back in right. So we had to spend, um, of the first 5 million, we had to spend a bunch of that was in around the surrounding area, which is where they would back in. And then we renegotiated so they couldn't back into the, the uh, historic. And eventually we spent $10 million and got 70% interest. And then when they uh, went Gold Corp, of course, was operating and, and reducing activities in Mexico, we got the rest of it for some shares. So we've owned 100% of it for a little while now. So you take us through the acquisitions and, and where you need to get to 
in order to get El Oro uh, to where you need it to be. But let's take us through these acquisitions and their status. The first one is the El Dorado Gold Silver Project. And there you've acquired the rights to the El Dorado Gold and Silver Historic Mines. Uh, what's, yeah. Give us, give us a, the situation there. Well, it's very, first of all, what happened is people who owned the SDA plant um, contacted um, a fellow, Matthew Melnick, who's now our director of operations, and um, suggested that he get involved with them because he had worked for a company called Vein Minerals that actually built the SDA plant. And from gold prices of over, well, under $900 an ounce through about 1600, they had revenues of a million to $3 million a year. And so the idea was to pick up where, where, where they left off and uh, do the same and just have mill feed from several different projects, which, you know, historic mines but by 43101, no, no existing resources. And so that we, they came to me and, and Matt joined us and we acquired the SDA. Now we're acquiring it with shares, so in, in stage payments, but we're accum, uh, acquiring various exploration, exploration and known mining um, projects that can feed the plant, make sure we have revenues, and then we can turn around and spend that money developing El Oro. Well, first of all, making more discovery. So, so how, how soon would you be on El Dorado, for example, to starting to create the cash flows necessary as part of the big overall strategy? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're just applying for the drilling permits initially. And with that, we'll be able to do bulk sampling. And we're expecting it to be about one month, I'm hearing now, to get drilling permits. Okay. And, and so we know it produced a certain amount already. We could just go in there and start doing well we will with bulk sampling but we didn't want to do too much work without some drilling as well because um, they've got some really nice high grades and uh, so the idea is get the drilling program within a, let's say within a month or two um, get drilling on there and then find out we've got four veins that are very close together that have very high grades in similar area so in fact you don't have to just follow one vein you could drift across and and actually mine out from four veins from the same working, so to speak. Wow. And so, yeah. But it sounds like you're going to be able to get to revenue cash flow there pretty quickly. We believe so. It's been a while already and that it's been slow with some of the permitting, but it's starting to pick up and we've, we've got our handle on, on what well, we've got all the various things we need, ahito agreements and things like that. So yes. And then you've also got the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the Kokula Gold Project, which yeah, is a profit sharing agreement. Exactly, Kokula. So the whole idea, Matt's strategy when he came to me was um, not, not us trying to raise too much money to buy all these acquisitions, but get into them for either profit sharing or NSR agreements. So El Dorado is an NSR agreement with some max um, contributions or, or buyout and then the others are profit share so far and then somebody recently so kukula's profit share and it actually can be a standalone project because it's got a leaching opportunity and so that's how we see that one actually we we've been given a number and this is not 43101 compliant but of about two million dollars that could get it into production in a leaching operation the question is whether you want to do agitated vat leaching or heap leaching and then there's still exploration potential. So that was the other upside of, of getting a hold of these properties is that we know there's 
some non-43-101 ounces in the ground ready to be extracted and, and processed. But having said that, they all have exploration opportunity and they're all near, near surface. So let's call it inexpensive exploration. And for the benefit of everyone at home, you don't have to have a 43101 if you just want to start taking gold out of the ground and start processing, right? Exactly. I just have to be careful how I disclose things. But absolutely, it's all about economics. And that's what Vane did. As I said, over a six, seven year period, they had production you know, revenues of a million to $3 million from either pro projects they had deals on or also some some groups just coming to them as, as sort of a toll mill situation. And gold wasn't nearly as high as it is now, in fact. Yeah, so that's the that's the, the, the model. So Cocula, how close is that or how far is that from starting to uh, starting to provide its contribution to to the El Oro? I, I, a small leaching operation, you could be in production within a year. We're just looking for a partner to fund that at this point. Okay, and good. I, I'm assuming with gold, uh, where it is today, is it safe to assume there's some there's been good interest in that, or you're able to reach out and attract some some potential? Yeah, it, absolutely, and it's coming along, and we expect. You know, we think we're going into a very strong bull market, gold market, um, because of all the debt that everybody's had to take on due to COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt that currencies well, are going to be honest, under pressure. That's for sure. Kind of been accumulating with the idea of let's let's not waste too much at the moment. Let's just accumulate lots of really good gold assets, and then once the price of gold really takes off, then then move more on things. But but we're lining the, everything up on the permitting right now. So if everything goes okay, nothing ever goes according to plan. We know that. But if everything goes okay, uh, how far out is Chally? Uh, to succeeding with the, with this strategy of using the smaller assets to, to collectively develop El Oro, the flagship? Well, I think within a year, we should start begin, start getting some decent revenues. And then with a little excitement in the market, we're ready to drill on El Oro again. We've identified an area that is right at the, uh, where two mines sort of um, had a property boundary and two separate veins were being mined. So northwesterly was the prominent direction of the veins, but, but they have a northeasterly in this particular location. And we happened to drill in there and we got over in places uh, in three different structures, plus disseminated mineralization on top of those three structures. We got up to 30 grams gold per ton and a little over 300 grams silver per ton in, as they say, about um, five, six different hits. So that's the area we want to get back into. We've been developing a 3D model to understand. If you can imagine this, you, you've got a northwesterly structure and you've drilled all your holes perpendicular to that. So they're facing northeasterly. And, and we had all these great hits, but then we discover after that that actually the high gate controlling structure is also northeasterly. So we've probably drilled parallel to it. So now what we need to do is come back and drill in between the northwesterly and the northeasterly to try and really find the bonanza grades. And that's been our prime tar target for a while, but now we're developing a 3D model to understand it better. Our first drilling there would, I, I'd like to see us with at least a million dollars in the kitty, but the first program would probably be half million to 750. But it's a, it's a great area. And the, and the average grade in that part of the mines on San Rafael vein, we're getting up to 16 grams per tonne. And that can be over several meters because the San Rafael vein 
actually in some places it's measured over 70 meters but let's talk about an wow. average mining width of <laughs> 20 meters would do us just fine right yeah what how much how much do you think you'll have to spend on el oro uh, in order to get it to where you want it to be? Or would you or would you do both drilling and maybe some some production at the same time? There is a, um, lots of ability for some production. There's backfill, which averages just under four grams per ton, but has up to, we've seen already, 16 grams per ton. And it's literally just spilling out at the end of one of the tunnels that we've opened up. So you could just be pulling out that loose rock and take it to a plant and start producing some kind of gold out of that. Um, that's, our, that's one of the stages we want to get to. And we do have some operators that have been offering to do a joint venture with us to do that. So we're in those discussions. All right, so you've got, you, you've got great interest in this strategy at the end of the day. You've got potential okay. discussions on the, on the smaller projects and potential discussions on, on your flagship uh, at the end of the day. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so Joanne, what does the next six months look like? What should shareholders be looking for, let's say for the rest of 2021 in terms of events with the smaller, and we're not holding you to a precise timeline, but ballpark, you know, how do you see the development of your strategy, which again, I love it. Uh, how do you see the, the, the development of that strategy? Well, first of all, getting the drilling permit at El Dorado and getting back underground there and getting some bulk sampling, getting the SDA plant up and running and needs a bit of work and then drilling off El, El Dorado so we understand it better to go underground and really develop um, resources. And then um, then on Kukula, also getting a drilling program permitted and getting drills in there to look at it further. And I forgot to mention, we've got some areas, it's, it's generally low grade, which is leachable, but it's got some areas with up to 700 grams per ton gold. So yeah, <laughs> of course we'd like to be first. drilling in there, right? See what that really means. And then, and then eventually getting back into El Oro within a year as well. Yeah. So we're going to have, we'll leave, we'll leave Mexico there for now. I'd love to ask you more, but I don't think I can drill down deeper, pardon the pun, because I think that's everything you can tell me. I do find this, this of interest though. Uh, you recently, I'm gonna read the press release. Uh, uh, Chally Gold acquires Victoria property in central Newfoundland. Um, so it sounds like you got a great thing going in Mexico. You've got a fantastic plan. Tell us about uh, this acquisition in, in central Newfoundland and why, why you went there for that. Well, we were in Newfoundland some years ago. Larry Cornsey took us there, one of our directors who was very big in the Carlin trend in Nevada. And people had initially thought there was something like Carlin trend in Newfoundland. So we've been there. We really like it. We know there's a lot of gold there. At the time we were there, the geology, the mineralization controls weren't understood as well as they are now. And uh, it was some a group brought to us the opportunity to be very near Marathon Gold's uh, project where they've developed, I think it's three million ounce measured and indicated another million inferred and they're to be in production next year. I, in fact, those are reserves, not resources on the measured and indicated. But in any case, they're controlled by a large shear zone or crustal scale tectonic suture structure um, called the Valentine Lake Thrust Fault. Our project is very close to that on the southern border. And on the southern border, near, near the lake, um, the southern part of our project, 
in altered granite, there's um, quartz veining that's up to 441 ppb gold, which is just under a half gram. But in addition to that, there's 66 and 10 grams per ton gold found in, in till nearby. And that's one of the exploration tools. So a lot of the world, they do soil sampling. And then when you've got glacial till sitting on your bedrock, right. you do till sampling. And so we've got high grade gold in the tills. We've got very good, very anomalous gold in the bedrock. And we're within a very close proximity of a major structure that is hosting many um, deposits. And so the property itself was just very compelling. We thought um, very interesting and, and the prospectors who own it were very happy to have our shares and, and not, they weren't asking us too much cash. And so it's not, it's not costing us a lot of money, but it's a very exciting place to be. And we've got expertise, you know, between Matt and myself and other people who've worked with the company before. Um, we know where to go to um, get together the exploration team. So and, not and I like. I like this excerpt from your quote, which is our team has spent various years working in Newfoundland in the past, and we're very excited to be back, especially with a project in such close proximity to Atlantic Canada's largest undeveloped gold resource. Exactly. So what's next steps for the, uh, for the Victoria property? What's, what's that time? We'll, we'll be focusing in on, on ground truthing the, um, the gold that's known. And there's a lot of follow-up you can do with other till samples. And, and what people do is they actually look at the gold grains that are found in the till samples and what shape they are and how many grains. And that gives you an idea of how close you are to the source. And then also what the till, sorry, what the glacier was doing, the direction. So you go, you go up glacier and chase, trace it to bedrock. But we've already got some bedrock with gold in it. So that's um, fantastic because that's, where, that's what you wanna get. The first thing you need. Um, and we've, the, the property is very underexplored, so it had very poor access. So we'll just get on the ground, pro potentially also, in addition to the till program, do some spectral imaging, which shows um, from space, uh, satellite imagery, you can um, track alteration zones. And I've done a lot of that in Peru, and I've been told now that it's, it's um, quite common, the GSC has quite a bit of experience. And throughout BC, for instance, where there's a lot of till, they actually can identify most of the gold and copper porphyry alteration zones throughout um, the various terrains. So I'm really looking forward, very excited to put that to work. And you may be coast to coast, right? From Mexico to central Newfoundland, you really can't get much further of a spread. But the great common denominator that they that you have on both uh on both flat on the flagship and the property in in southern newfoundland is you're just in fantastic neighborhoods well exactly there's so much going on there biggest discoveries in canada in in, in ages right all right well looking forward to having you back to talk about both and joanne it sounds like you're going to be back on a lot because there's a lot so it's, it's great to see Charlie really kicking up now in terms of activity and can't wait to see what you're going to do in for the rest of 2021 Excellent. Thanks very much, George. Thanks for being here, Joanne. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. For everybody at home, you've been watching or been listening by podcast to Joanne Freeze. She's president and CEO of Chally Gold, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol XGC. For those new to the story, and that's going to be a lot of you because it's, it's a really brand new story that's coming out after some great brand new branding. Here's how you do your due diligence. First, 
get to the profile of the company on Agoracom. Get that good 10,000 square foot overview of what the company has going so you can get a really good understanding because we know sometimes these aren't the easiest things to understand. And then as you can see right above Joanne or from the Agoracom website, get over to chaligold.com uh, to do your further deep dive due diligence. If you believe uh, in what's happening in the precious metals markets and what, what is expected to happen. And if you're a big believer in Mexico, which you should be if you're in, if you're in precious metals because gold and silver you know, is, is doing great there. And now what's going on in Newfoundland is, is fantastic. Then you have to do your due diligence. Make sure you do it. We can't tell you what to do, but go do your research. Just don't say 12 months from now. We didn't tell you so. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, the video's over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our YouTube channel so you never miss another great Agoracom small cap video.